Number 20. Hi, this is Dave. 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 And you're listening to the English Meeting Discussion Podcast. Stimulating dialogue. Controversial issues. A global perspective. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by me, Dave Skanda, and EnglishMeeting.com. Welcome to another edition of the English Meeting Discussion Podcast. Welcome, everybody. Hey, good, good to see you all here. We have a, we have a very dynamic group. Now, I th- this is one of the few podcasts where each member today is from a different country. Yeah, yeah we usually have a, a group of uh, South Korean. Now we only have uh, one South Korean, and we have a rep from Japan and from Mexico and France. And... Um, I'm the token American here, uh, so this should be pretty interesting. Our topic today is uh, none other than prostitution. So today we're going to talk about um, arguments for prostitution, against. We're going to give our opinions about it, perhaps uh, what we think should be done, um, and uh, you know what we see that's going on in our home countries. Um, I can talk about what I know uh, about here in America, and we can hear about your own countries and uh, things like this, and, you know, how do we deal with what uh, a lot of people consider the oldest profession in the world. Okay, so let's do some quick introductions here. So we have, uh, we have Chris here. Hello, Chris. Hi, how are you? Very good, very good. How are you doing? Uh, so, so. So, so. one of my toes. You broke one of your toes? I thought I saw something on your foot. I thought this was just like a different dress for you, like one tennis shoe and then one open not, shoe. Not like you're no. creating a fashion statement. Maybe you could do this, Omar, at your uh, shoe store. You could create this new thing where people wear two different shoes. Oh, why not? Wait, put them on mic. <laughs> why not just wear a... Uh, Converse, which are very popular right now, one uh, blue and one yellow, or oh, are one people black doing that? No, but you can do it. I'm yeah, yeah, that's creative. That. I think, <laughs> see, you can make like millions of dollars, Omar. Say, so you tell your boss, look, I have this idea, like one like tennis Nike shoe, and then one kind of open summer shoe, like oh, like kind of a uh, like a uh, flip flop shoe. Something you know? different. Yeah, it could be great. Yeah, you could get you could get women like wearing one high heel and one flat. That would be. <laughs> Kind of strange, but you know it'd be unique. Uh, if you could get one of the famous celebrities to do it, then everybody will be doing it, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, back to Chris. So, wh- how did you hurt your toe? Did you get mad at one of your uh, professors or something, and you 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 know let your aggression out? It was my bed. Iron. Uh, let's see. The feet. Your foot. Yeah. The feet of the bed. Oh, the foot of the bed. Yeah. I kick it. Not on you purpose. You kicked it like while you were sleeping. No, I was like. I was getting off my uh, of my shower and I hear my cell phone, so I run and oh. I just kick it. Oh, oh, I see. I can see the scene now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you hear the phone ringing. You're running. You're not thinking, and your your toe just goes slammed. It must have hurt. That's oh, yeah. if you broke it. You because everybody stubbed their toe. You know, you walk around the house without shoes on, but you must to break it. You must have hit it really hard. Yes, no, it's just this iron made. That's why also. Yeah, right into like steel or iron uh, bedpost. Yeah. Wow. I was like for five minutes on the ground, like. (laughs) Wow, in pain, (laughs) suffering, crying. Wow. So would would you go to the hospital? Would it? uh, No, I I waited like. I'm going this afternoon. Oh, you're going this afternoon. <laughs> well, it depends on wh- which toe. Oh, the little one. A lot. A lot of people say they can't do much no, for broken toes. You it's know. Just, yeah, they cannot do anything. Just, yeah. They just rub it. But they told me in the head center to go. Yeah. Just to check if it's. Make sure it's really they could do an X-ray. Yeah. That's, you know. that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, I see. Is the pain less now? No, just that's the problem. The pain. Oh, you still less. have pain. Yeah, yeah you got to go. At the very least, the doctors will give you some pain medicine. You mm. know? So there you go. Okay. All right. Well, um, maybe the, the podcast today will take your mind off your toes. And, uh, Thank you. you know. All right. Okay, then we have uh, Omar here. Hey, Omar, what's going on? Hi, how you doing? Very good, very good. It's great to have you here today. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, how are things with you and your life? Uh, everything going well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, very busy, working, studying. And working and studying. You have finals coming up, right? Finals coming up, very busy. So that's very of, uh, stressful. Essays and labs, uh-huh. hours and 
all lab those hours and all those <laughs> things. Yeah, well, God, you know, hmm. So what are you referring to, uh, lab hours? Who, whose class would that be? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just... just What's it? Yeah, yeah, really? Lab hour? I don't know. Like when I'm doing the podcast, I'm not a teacher anymore. So, okay. you know, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know? Okay, I know what I'm you talking know, about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I think if you can get past these two weeks, then you'll be very relaxed and um, you can start enjoying your summer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want. Enjoy the summer. Mom is uh, in town. She came yesterday. Your mom? Your Mexico. mother? Yes. Oh, very nice. So, um,. So it's kind of a bad time, not that though, excited right? Because she was here two months ago. So. Oh, just two <laughs> months ago. Oh, wow. Uh, she, really, t- <laughs> she really likes <laughs> to be here. <laughs> she likes to come. Yeah, she likes to come. Oh, I see. I see. That's funny. Um, and it's kind of a stressful time for you with the finals and everything. And yeah, college. because she's here and I, I cannot be like 100% with her. And right, I, to show her a good time. School, yeah. But it's okay. Yeah, okay. she can handle it. You can game. bring her to the final if you want. You know, she can enjoy hanging I out with us. I prefer not. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I don't think so. Thanks for the invite, but no. This is not uh, a good idea. All right, all right. Well, great to have you here today. Okay, thank and you. then we have uh, Layla over here. Hello, Layla. Hi. How are you? Good. Thank That's you. good. So, how's everything with you these days? Mm. Uh. Oh, she's <laughs> thinking about it. So that always means. Mm, maybe she's dealing with some stuff. Is everything mm-hmm. okay? Is yes, uh, everything yeah. Okay. How about how how are your classes going? Is it oh. stressful now with finals coming no, up? No, not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're very relaxed about all this. Yeah, because. Only here for one year, so. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> you're only, that's right. So you're not doing the whole four-year thing. So, do you are your grades transferring? To no. No. Oh, <laughs> see, that's why. You trans- She's basically you can kind of do what you want, and it has no repercussions. So when you go back to Japan, are you going back to university in Japan? Yes. Okay. Exactly, yeah. I see. And what are you studying in Japan? Economics. Oh, really? Yeah. And and what would you like to do with your economics degree? Mm, I don't I don't want to I don't want to uh, get a job related to economics. economics? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Oh really? <laughs> uh, but, but like, did you think you liked it when you started? Was that why you started? Mm, just I passed that exam to enter the university. Oh, I see. So the, yeah. their university system is much different in Japan, yeah. and you have to pass certain exams to get into a certain major, whereas here it's very different. You have to get into the college or university, and then uh, from that, once you're in, you can kind of go in different directions if you want to. Like in Japan, people don't change their majors very often, no. whereas in America, people do that a no. lot. I see. So you passed the exam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet you wish you didn't pass that exam. You should have <laughs> maybe passed it. Do you have another interest that you want to do after college? Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, I'm, I'd like to go overseas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, don't tell her what she's trying to do. She's thinking here. Let her think. <laughs> He's like, feeling it. You want to go overseas? To other countries? <laughs> <laughs> That's very logical. To, to, to do what? What do you want to do? To like, like teaching Japanese or... Oh, really? Or... Uh, I'd, I'd like to be flight attendant. Actually. Oh, flight attendant. That, that can be very fun. You know, you can see a lot of uh, countries. You can travel a lot. Yeah. You can go overseas <laughs> doing that. For free. <laughs> For free. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's. That, I think that would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, work on a Japanese international airline or something. Yeah. I wanted to do that too. Did you hold the microphone close? I, I wanted to be flight attendant. Really? Yeah, but my father. He wouldn't let you. Yeah, he said, "You're gonna be poor." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so "Well, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm just gonna study it four years, actually, because yeah. he wants me to have a good diploma. Right, right, right. I'm gonna do it anyway. I mean, I think you know. I mean, it's not. Well, like in in Japan, a lot of Asian countries, they limit you. Like when you get older, you can't really do it anymore because they have all the, like the young pretty girls, like Korean Airlines and (laughs) Japanese Airlines and the Thai Airlines and Mm -hmm. things like that. 
Um, if you if you fly in like a American um, yeah. company yeah. airlines, you see, yeah, you see, it's uh, I guess you know from a sh- male chauvinistic point of view, they're they're not as attractive and they're older, <laughs> and some of them are like we have we don't have the laws about being overweight, yeah. so some of <laughs> them you know, whereas the in the Asian airlines they're all thin, young, and pretty, you know. And uh, so that's the problem for me. <laughs> that's the problem. Why would that be a problem for you? Yeah. You're you're young, thin, and pretty. No way. <laughs> See, <laughs> wait, you don't think so? Oh why, why, God, they'd why, hire why you why in you an instant. So? Why you don't think so? Which one of the three you don't think it's it's gr- it's real? I gotta lose weight. Oh, you think <laughs> you're too heavy? You said that before. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, maybe to some Japanese standards, but uh, if you have to lose weight, I don't think you have to lose much weight. And you're pretty. You do know you're pretty. You don't think you're pretty? Oh, God. You are. You are pretty. I think we all agree, right? <laughs> Layla's pretty, don't you think? You are not, not fat at all. No. No, God. Yeah. Especially Look in American standards, you're, you would be considered thin. Um, in yes. Japanese, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Japanese, no more. That is so bad. Well, in I know. I know what you... I mean, in Japan, <laughs> I mean, some... It's a little different there, and ultra-thin. It's similar in Taiwan as well. Um, you know, I don't know. It's like p- some people would say some of these ladies are too thin, you know, where it's not so healthy. Um, I guess we could go off and talk about that for hours, but they would hire you in an instant, in a second. But education is important, so keep studying and everything. And I know economics can be kind of... You know what you might... my advice to you is when you finish your economics degree, learn about the stock market. Use your knowledge about the stock market. And, you know, when you're having fun traveling and working on the airlines and making money, um, invest. <laughs> really, really, use it. I mean, uh, uh, you can really put that to work for you. But uh, anyway, so that sounds good. Uh, so you'll have to keep in touch with us and tell us where you're traveling to <laughs> and all that sort of thing. Okay, and then we have Esther. Hello, Esther. Hi, how are you? Very good. It's great to see you here today and have you on the podcast. Mm, thank you. And, and how's everything with you? Always uh, everything goes very well and great. See, that's no fair, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, things <laughs> are always very good with you. No, but actually, you know, you have an interesting story. On another podcast, you told us that your family originated from North Korea oh, yeah. and came, got through to South Korea. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, you know, it really shows, like, if you believe in something and you work hard, you know, you can achieve. And it's like coming from North Korea, which, you know, is for many of the North Koreans, they're very, very poor and they don't have much. They have to stay in North Korea, getting to South Korea and then, you know, educating yourself and your husband is very educated and, uh, you know, pursuing careers and, then you came from South Korea to America. What brought you to America? I don't know if I've ever asked you that. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a long story, but uh, to make it short, uh-huh. I came here for my children's education. As you heard from Laila, uh-huh. the, the education system in Japan and Korea is very bad for the young ch- young adults. They have to choose their major when they first take the test, college exam test, on entrance test, yeah. I mean. Yeah, the system. Yeah, so, so and it is really impossible to change the mm-hmm. major. Right. But in America, uh-huh. you know, uh, my sons uh, get into the college uh, as undetermined uh, yeah, student. undeclared major. Yeah, un- yeah. undeclared. But you know that now they are thinking what is good for they for their right, major, right. So, and uh, I didn't push them uh, choose this one and that one. They can choose by themselves. You know it's very important yeah. to choose the interesting major for themselves. That's their life. Yeah. That's right. Korea, you know, is terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I wish. I mean, the thing is, you know, people change. Like what I was, what I was first interested in when I started college changed. I mean, it changed several times. And mm-hmm. um, one good thing I like about the system is that a lot of people are not sure what they want to study because yeah. you know you're young and mm-hmm. you know you haven't experienced you know the world and all this sort of thing. So how are you going to know? And 
one thing that all of the colleges and universities have in common is general education, and which means you have to study some classes from each different discipline, like from sociology, from science, from math, from this, from that. So you get exposed to all these different fields. And through that exposure, most Americans make their decision. You yeah. know, they say, oh, I really like this. I was very interested. Maybe they become passionate about it or they, they find they're good at it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they make their choice and go from there. Yeah, and uh, even though I didn't push my uh, children to choose their major, uh-huh. but, you know, they are they have inherited blood <laughs> you know because um, my two sons think they are good mm-hmm. at biology or chemistry but they mm-hmm. are not good at sociology or right. literature right right so, uh, so they decide that they are bio, bio they are biology major or uh-huh. biochemistry major mm-hmm. and they hope they will go to medical college medical to school uh, right right well i i think it's smart if they have the interest and, and they, you know, and they've, you know, in their high school, they've done that sort of thing. I think it's good because uh, there can't be two better mentors than your parents. If your parents are both doctors, I mean, what a great resource, yeah. you know, as you're going through medical school and, and studying, mm-hmm. you know, things about biology. Yeah, my sons appreciated us. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's great. All right, well, uh, glad to have you here today. Okay, so let's jump into the topic, and our topic is prostitution. Um, prostitution, we can talk about many different things. Uh, we can talk about the different arguments for and against prostitution. So um, I don't know. How do we feel about this? Um, maybe Maybe we could start off about just reflecting on your own country a little bit, um, what the prostitution situation is in your country. In America, um, like, you know, I'm sure every country has prostitution. I haven't done a study on this, but, uh, you know, we have prostitution in America. Um, Most of it's illegal in Nevada. In certain parts of Nevada, uh, prostitution is actually legal, and they have a regulation. What's that? In-house special houses. Yeah, get the microphone close. Uh, yeah, you know, they. I think you're right about that. I'm not, I don't know the exact way it's configured, but when you, when you legalize it, there are different ways to legalize. It doesn't mean that you just legalize everything. Um, like you say in a certain house, like they call them brothels, um, like people would go to that house and then they work in that house. They don't go out of the house. Um, yeah, I know that's legal, but I don't know about other forms, mm. you know. But how about in uh, France? Um, France, it's illegal. It's illegal everywhere. But there are prostitutes, obviously, oh, right? Yeah. So, and how do the prostitutes advertise themselves? Do they walk on the street, like exactly. in, in some on the street? Yeah, just certain areas. There is like some um, roads. Uh, roads. Some roads. Yeah, okay. they go through forest. Okay. Okay, forest. through a I forest. Sh- yeah, through a forest. Okay. I mean, there is a lot of trees. Like far away from the city? Yeah. Okay. I mean, not, not necessarily. Between two cities, let's say. Okay, between two cities. And uh, usually you see, like, um, you see they put, uh, how do you say, a bag? They put a bag? Yeah, on one, one tree. This way you, you can know that there is a prostitute there. Really? Yeah. You mean in the forest, in yeah, the woods? Next, you, you so you're driving along, you see a bag hanging on a tree. Yeah, so you just stop. So then you pull over. They just, and after you go. Really? Like you, you, you whistle go. or they whistle? They, well, you, you just say, I'm here. And oh, oh, you, oh, like they're hiding. I guess, and you yeah. go like, hello, here I am. And you whistle and then they'll, they'll say, they'll show you where to go or something. Well, it's just like. 20 meters more I mean like oh close by yeah very close you just sometimes you can see like oh what is okay. people doing oh. but oh, is it Damien yeah, I've never heard that. this before <laughs> this is really interesting um, but okay so is it just like one girl is there by herself no, there is some parts where they own they everybody knows that that area they are there so, so there's like a group of them yeah so you see that sometimes you see a lot of cars stop Oh, oh, so you're like, like uh, cruise. Okay, so and then do they have sex just in the woods? Yeah, in the woods. So there's no bed or anything like that. They're just like on the ground. Well, that's like sounds romantic, but <laughs> 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 so weird. 
Well, we could go on the tree, we could go on the dirt or on the leaves. I guess there's leaves on the ground or something. Wow. That's interesting. I've never heard that before. I was Wow. So then and then they But sometimes you know the police come. But yeah. That doesn't change anything because they just go to another place usually. They just change yeah, the close, location. Close close with the mic. They just change the location. Oh, oh, they just go a different part of the yeah, woods and put sure. a bag up. Well, it seems like easy to find. If the police are driving, they see yeah. a bag up, they know what's going on there. Prostitution is kind of interesting because it goes on everywhere, but it's like, it's it's maybe a combination, but it's impossible to stop, and or the police don't enforce it to a high degree. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's prostitution in America and France, all these countries... And if the governments really wanted to stop it, they could put a lot of their effort into just stopping it and put patrols out, arrest them, put them in jail. They could put prostitutes in jail for like 10 years, like make the penalty really high. But it's not really done. Like in America, if you get picked up for prostitution, I mean, I've seen this on TV shows. I don't know if it's real, but like they don't hold you for that long. Maybe they'll give you a fine. You have to pay a fine that's not too expensive. And then they go back out again. And it seems like it's the same in different countries, yeah. Do they put your name on newspaper or something like that? Um, They've done that in certain cities, like a mayor of a city, like real conservative said, you know, we'll embarrass them. That's the way to stop prostitution. We're going to put their name in a newspaper so then the whole – everyone will read that you used a prostitute, you know. But it's not done everywhere. That's just, uh, I think, if a mayor – of a city decides that he wants to do that or she wants to do that. How about in France? Do they embarrass people? No, I don't think so. It's no. just arrest them. Seems like in Europe they're a little more liberal. Yeah, yeah. Because America is kind of conservative, you know, in many ways. In, in Nava- the houses in Nevada that you were uh-huh. talking about, the in Spain, it's, it's legal since a long time, I think. In Spain? The what? The brothels? In yeah. Spain? In Spain, it's legal since a long time ago. Oh, in Spain? Yeah. Okay. In Germany, it's legal. Netherlands, it's legal. I don't know where else it's legal. In Netherlands, yeah. That's that's the most famous place that I hear you know, being brought up like in the news if they're talking about prostitution. It seems like they always go to the Netherlands and talk about what they're doing there. Um, so, yeah, the bag thing, that's really – I've never heard that. Um, and that you say on the streets and – do they have uh, like escorts too? Like where you call them up? Hmm? I'm the sorry. Escorts? Have you heard of escorts? What's that? Escorts? You just you call them up and they meet you somewhere. At the hotel. Well, like it could be at a hotel. Sometimes escorts like they'll hire to go out like on a business dinner, and they'll act like your girlfriend for the business dinner, and then. They're supposed to do more later on. <laughs> so uh, that's an escort. I didn't really see that in France, but yeah. I saw that in um, in a country like Colombia. In the newspapers, uh-huh. at the end, there's always a page with for escorts. Like You have the numbers. Oh, right, 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 in that's Colombia. Yeah. That's right, because you, your mother's from Colombia, so you travel there and that sort of thing. Not in France. But not in France. Interesting. It, okay. Okay. Well, what about you? Now you wanted to jump in before. What were you? Yeah, thinking? I want. I, I was wondering about um, going back uh, with Chris. Uh-huh. He yeah. says in France, uh, prostitutes uh, place the bag and trees or something. Right. Uh, what about if someone whist, uh, whistle them, but there is like a five five bags, and. What do you mean, five dollars? Uh, yeah, if someone is, uh, is a, if a guy is looking for a prostitute, right. and he goes to this place, uh-huh. and there is not only bag hanging on the tree, there's many bags, and he whistles, uh-huh. everybody's going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like trying to visualize this. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of funny. He's like thinking, okay, I'm in this forest. I see some bags up. So then I walk into the forest a little bit. I whistle, and then all these women <laughs> appear. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do I that? Know. Well, maybe I guess he picks someone. You know, he gets to pick. He has a, but it, it, it sometimes happen. I mean, like I do don't know. They, if they you must know. bargain too on price, or right? Or it must be like a one one bag and uh, well, each uh, five trees or. Okay. It's not like they're all together. Okay. It's not like there's <laughs> one tree with bags <laughs> one, all over one, the tree. One tree full of bags. <laughs> <laughs> they space it out. <laughs> okay. So, okay. No, in Mexico, uh, uh-huh. uh, people manage uh, the prostitution on uh, 
also on the street. On the street, street walkers. On the street, street walkers, and uh, there's uh, three specific points uh, in Mexico City where uh, there is a very uh, expensive uh, area. Uh-huh. Uh, you go down, and there's a, a lot of prostitu- uh, prostitutes walking around waiting for climbs from uh, rich people. And there's another point uh, okay. where everybody goes, uh, any all kind of, uh, I mean, people, uh, levels, economic levels, and all those things. Okay. And also, uh, there is a beauty salons. Beauty salons. Beauty salons. Uh, yeah. That's a uh, gentleman's beauty salons. Then, uh, oh. You go in and uh, you have a haircut, uh, but when you go in and you ask for a haircut... They ask you for. Uh, <laughs> they ask you, hold on. Really? They ask you for. Uh, uh, do you want full do you service? Wanna serve, do you want full service? <laughs> yeah. How do you know? <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> uh, they, they, they ask you for full service. Then you decide if, uh, yes or no. If you want your haircut, you just do your haircut and that's it. If not, right. if you ask for a full service, uh-huh. of course you have a haircut and after that you there is a, a living room where there's a lot of girls. Like in the back? You can yes, and you can pick, a you pick whoever a you like. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard that either. That's interesting. That's so it's uh, like, beauties. and into there, the of course, salons. they are in a very expensive areas. I see. Yes. Wow. So they do it. Through I that. heard the same story in Korea in barbershop. Uh, really? There are um, massage girl, right? <laughs> they have a secret room. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you saying? I don't, I don't know. Nowadays, it is the same, but I heard that before. Are you talking about barber shops in Korea? Yeah. Or massage shops? Or are they barber the shop. Barber shops. Yeah. And they, they have hire some massage girls. Massage yeah. girls. Yeah. Oh, oh, they hire massage girls, mm-hmm. but they're really yeah, prostitutes. Yeah, but uh, this is like a barber shop only. Yeah. You go in. Externally, yeah. It's yeah, because women don't go to barber shop. They go to beauty salons. Oh, Men go to barber so shops. Not, so barber it's like shops. a barber shop. Barber shops. Yes. I see. I see. But it's not barbershop only. <laughs> you said it was barbershop no, only. No, 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 no. It's not. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Behind the barbershop, Behind there's the something barbershop, else. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Wow, that's interesting. Okay, so they do it through the barbershop. And, it's, and like, how, you know, in, in, you know, you talk about friends. How, how do the police crack down on this? Do they go into these barbershops and shut them down? Or is it they kind of leave them alone and just let them, you know, do it? Because obviously the police know. Well, you right. know what? There's a lot of corruption in Mexico. Okay. And police know they don't do anything. Right, they, they just, just get maybe paid off or they something. They can even go and do a haircut too. Well, they probably get a, <laughs> a full service haircut Yeah, full themselves. service haircut. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so they're not going to bust that. Yeah, they, they don't bother. No. Interesting. What about, okay, so like and in France you're saying that they don't make too big of a deal about it in terms of the police. I just want to get a feel of what is the police situation in terms of do they put people in jail do well, they no, yes 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 sometimes yeah. they uh-huh. they make operation you know to stop that depends if the mayor asks for it depends on the mayor so you but like in terms of when you were living there did it seem like they were really hard on prostitution or more easy going mm, more easy going when sometimes they make some so every once in a while, like yeah. they'll say, kind of make it a big deal and yeah. say we're going to do this. Exactly. Now, when I, w- I was doing research uh, for this uh, podcast and on the internet, and I found um, like a website that showed these vans in France, and they're like these kind of white vans pulled to the side of the road. Yeah, and after they open the doors and the girls go out, goes out. <laughs> well, I didn't, uh, I didn't get the whole. I didn't read the whole thing. But my understanding was it was like a big van, not not a small van, but a pretty big van. And my understanding was this is the street where people knew about these vans and they would park their cars and go up to the vans. Mm. And the girls would be in the vans. Is that possible? It's possible, but uh, I don't really know about uh, that. I only know that... They had a picture of these big, like, white vans on the side no. of the road. I only know the police doesn't really want to catch the prostitute. They want to catch the guys. Ah, well, no. see, that opens up something interesting we can talk about. I mean, who's, who do you prosecute, the man or the girl? And so you're saying they want to catch the guy. Yeah, because usually the girl doesn't speak French. You know oh, because I mean? they're from other countries. Yeah, and so they, they want to oh, catch so too the, much ma- problem. the people 
who make all the ah, who are the French men yeah. that they can speak to. Exactly. Ex- and they can speak to the Russian or women. the one who's um, make them become, you know, all the mafia, mafia guys. Right, right. <laughs> like basically organized pimps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, so they're trying to get them. The, them, not not the <laughs> prostitutes. To say if they can, they they have the prostitutes, just arrest them for the night, you know, and after they right. let them free in the that's morning. That's right. That's right. Well, it's basically, uh, you know, what he's getting into is this idea of organized crime because these these men they traffic the girls from other countries and they basically sell them like their objects. And they sell them to one person, and another person sells them to somebody else, and then they work, 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 and then they can sell them to somebody else, and they're like objects. So it sounds like they're trying; they're more interested in stopping those people mm-hmm. than arresting the girls themselves. Exactly. I see. Yeah. I see. Interesting. So, okay, what about uh, Japan? Um, how how is prostitution handled in Japan? There's no legal prostitution in Japan. Okay. There was, illegal. there was, I think, uh, after, after, after World War Two. After World War Two. Yeah, okay. certain certain place. Mm-hmm. We we called Akasen. 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 Okay. I don't know why why do do they call it like that. Uh, uh. It's it's a street uh-huh. and uh, small houses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually. Filipinos, Filipino women, like yes. Filipino women, you know, they, they bring them into... Yeah, long time ago, uh, uh-huh. there are Japanese also there, right? Japanese I, prostitutes too, yeah. right, right. And it had been there since I was a child. Okay. Yeah, I think. But there's no more. They don't have those anymore? Oh, no okay. More, are you sure about that? Have you have you have you went have you go to see that? No. Well, you're no talking way. about this certain type of thing. Yes. Or we Maybe have. Maybe it's changed a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have legal, almost pr- prostitution. I I, uh, I don't know how can I ex- explain. Are you talking that? about like uh, the hostess bars? No, more. More, more than that. More than that, but it's. Because I know. Okay. Well, let me. Like when I, when I was in Japan. Um, I saw like a lot of advertising for prostitutes, like in the phone booths. Yeah. You know, they'd have these stickers they'd put up. Mm-hmm. And um, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, is is that prostitution? Is is that well? This is kind of like yeah. Go ahead. They 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 don't allow whole things. Uh-huh. Do, do you know what I mean? Oh, like the whole sex? You mean? Yes. You're, oh, yeah. You know, I I also came across this when I was doing research that certain sex acts in Japan are not considered uh, prostitution. Yeah. So <laughs> if you if you do certain things for money, it's not considered prostitution. So, you know, you can let your imagination go there. But, um, you know, like, to put it simply, you know, if you don't have full sex, like intercourse, but you do other things, they're not considered uh, prostitution. So I think that's what you're saying, like in terms of being legal and that sort of thing. So that's kind of interesting. Um, yes. That's, you know, each country kind of deals with it differently, you know, yeah. in terms of, um, you know, what do they consider legal, illegal. And, you know, it's in prosecution and all of this sort of thing. Um, I, I came across, you know, the, the thing about importing Filipino women and um, what else uh, – Oh, okay. So this is a question. Hope this isn't too embarrassing. Um, but if it is, just I'll like we'll just go on to another thing. But this was a while ago, maybe a few years ago. I read something about uh, Japan, like like a lot of the young girls or some young girls um, were were kind of doing a trend, uh, or a trend was happening where young girls were meeting older men to have sex and it was just kind of like okay yeah. to do like to get money because yeah. they're just trying to make money yeah. can you tell like, us about that like high school student yeah like high school student right right yes right. they're just sell selling themselves right uh, goes, uh for money for money yeah, right they, yeah they 
Do you know how that got started? Because uh, the way I remember was it was like getting more popular or something yeah, like this. Yeah, it's popular, actually. It's what? It's popular, actually. It's popular. Right now. And how do you think that came about? Like I, that? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure, but there is, there are. There yeah. Are because they need that money or it's just for having money? You know what I mean? No. For studies, for paying their studies? No, 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 no. Just just for shopping or something yeah, like that. Right, right. <laughs> that's 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 what I heard about and read about that um you know, then they, they go and they have sex and they get a chunk of money from the guy and then they go buy like an expensive outfit, a jacket a designer jacket, designer shoes or something like this. And they like it. It's like, oh that's fun. It wasn't so bad and then they do it again and again and then they have these nice things. It's not that they're poor and they need it, like to pay the bills, or something like that. And it, the interesting thing, the culturally aspect of it, cultural aspect of it, is that it 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 became acceptable, like like okay to do. It wasn't like, you know, these girls were saying, "Hey, you do it," and in their age range, that it was kind of happening more and more, like not looked down upon. So, and it's still still going on. I think so. And how do they, do you know how they meet the older men? Do they put a, yeah. out a phone number or an ad or something? Or uh, do you have friends? Some, huh? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes uh, um, I, I was walking the street uh-huh. and the older guy, older guy uh-huh, uh-huh. asked me out. Oh, really? With money. Oh, really? Like, wow. Uh, do you need money? Oh, he'll say that. Oh. <laughs> What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. I'm, I'm so that's kind of the way they yeah, hook up. That's, like the that's so w- disgusting. Wow. Wow. Do you need money? Interesting. So you oh. just walk by. Okay. Yeah. Do you know Do you know people who do that? Do you have friends that you know that mm, for sure? Not my friends, actually, but uh, like my in my school, uh-huh. I've heard about that who's, who's doing that or something like that but you've heard about yeah but you yeah. didn't have any like close friends who did no, that or no way yeah yeah um and then yeah omar you want to say you something? know what uh now that you uh talking about this point of friends uh-huh. i have this friend uh here in la uh which uh sometimes when we used to get or we get parties or something uh she used to start to dance very exotic after Three or four beers or glass of wine or whatever. Are you talking about like going out to a club? Uh, no, no, in uh, private parties at home at or home. even at okay. clubs uh, sometimes. But uh-huh. uh, usually at uh, uh, friends' apartments or houses. Uh-huh. She, after three glass of wine or a couple of uh, beers or something, she always used to start to dance very exotic, very, okay. very exotic. And... Uh, she got drunk once and uh, she starts to tell us that she was a prostitute and, and no one, oh, really? no one, no and one. She's a friend of all of you. Yes. Yeah. No one knows, no one knew about that because she's very nice yeah, looking girl. She, looked, she dressed always very decent and right, right. no one was going to imagine. That she was a prostitute. That she was a prostitute, yeah. Now, is she is she American prostitute or is she No, Mexican? she's a Mexican. Mexican, Mexican okay. But she's... Pretty, pretty, pretty. Pretty girl. Yeah. Pretty girl, and no one, no one, never imagined what she, she used to tell us that she was. She worked in a this jewelry place in uh, uh, <laughs> Rancho Cucamonga. I don't know where. She and, had a story, uh, yeah. right? But yeah, she surprised to us. But in, was that in Mexico? No, not sh- here. In America, here, she, yeah. And uh, uh, we're still friends, and we all respect her, and uh, we just advise her to take her. But yeah, well, it can be dangerous. I mean, you know, yeah. I, you know, the thing, the thing is, when I think about these girls that do it, is, you know, when you go off with a strange man, you know, especially if you're going to his place, I mean, you don't know what he's going to do. I mean, he could kill it's you. You know what I mean? I mean, you're just totally trusting the stranger. You know, I mean, most of the time it's probably just for sex, but I mean. Once you go to his place, you don't know where you are. You have no control. You have no friends there that can help you. I mean, he can do whatever he wants, you know. And that's that's what surprises me that 
you know, girls will take that risk. Especially like when you're talking about in Japan, these young girls. I mean, Japan is a safer country. I have to, we have to put that out there. I mean, compared to America, you know, um, it's, Japan is, has been a safe country. Like, like single girls at nighttime can walk alone and there's not so much worry about that. But here in America, a single girl Mm. walking alone at night, forget it. You know, that's very dangerous. Um. But taking the risk, you know, going to but a strange They never man. go his place. Their oh, they place, don't? Uh, go to the hotel. Oh, they would just go to a ho- yeah. like a neutral place. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I see. Well, that's smart, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but still, there's a lot of risks. There's a lot of risks. Yeah, for, for girls. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing is that their parents probably have no idea I, w- I would just think they never know they never know I mean <laughs> if I like, I don't have any kids right now but if I had a daughter and you know she was growing up in high school and she's pretty and every I mean if I found out she did that I just don't know I, it would drive me insane you know that my daughter was prostitute I just couldn't even though I don't have kids conceive of the fact of my daughter you know being like with some older man for money that would just there's, there's funny Story. Yeah, funny story. Uh-huh. Uh, a girl uh, trying to, she's trying to pr- prostitute uh-huh. that old guy, mm-hmm. and get a get a phone number and okay. call call and they're uh, gonna meet mm-hmm. at certain place and uh, his uh, guy's coming. She, mm-hmm. he's her father. <laughs> oh my! Oh God. wow! <laughs> <laughs> Is it your story? Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, uh, uh, mm, oh my it, it god. Could be happened. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, 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 none of none of them knew. It. Yeah. She didn't know that he was his father. Yeah. And right. No, 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 no. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it could be all set up, you know. Almost all, all the old guy who buy the girls. Right. Uh, they have, they have his family, his. His family, though, also, uh, yeah, I mean, they are yeah, they are brothers. But, uh, wh- what is, imagine. why is the reason, I mean, what's the reason why they do that? If they have family, they have father, they have mother, they have a house, they like to do that. I'm, I'm, uh, what are you talking about? Yeah, who, I who? mean, the girls, like in this case, this girl, uh, which oh. uh, found... Uh, Trying to understand the psychology of these girls, like why they're doing it, like because they're not poor. Like if you go to, you know, certain countries like the Philippines or Thailand, a lot of these girls that are prostitutes are from very poor families. Very poor families. And, and the money they make, they send to their families, you know, and it's a whole different paradigm there. So you're asking, um, what is the psychology of these girls? Yes, why they do that? If they have family, they have a good no position. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Did you want to say something, Esther? I think there's a lack of love from her parents. If yeah, what if the mean? girl if the girl didn't get any love from their parents, especially her mother, maybe uh, the desire goes another way to to buy some new new thing and love. show show herself as um important. yeah important loneliness one yeah loneliness can be. Well, it's interesting because now we're kind of hitting on you know the psychological realm of this and. I think, you know, and, and that type of scenario that Esther just talked about is, is a common one in America as well. Like, what you know, they, they interview these girls and say, well, why did you, you know? And, and some of the scenarios are like this, like lack of love. Um, I would venture to say, though, like kind of what's happening in Japan is it's – it may not be lack of love, though. It may be something that's trendy, that's happening in Japan where, you know, it's it's kind of cool to get the designer very expensive thing. Yeah, yeah, peer pressure, kind of peer pressure. And it could be like peer mm-hmm. pressure. And it could be just accept- – it's like – I don't mean to – But, you know, if the, if, uh-huh. if the children is stable, stable emotionally uh-huh. stable, then – they will not uh, follow the uh, the friends' bad attitude, and um, if you if the parents concerned and care about the pa- children a lot, uh-huh. then the parents 
can tell the girl has a prostitute job or not. You know, I can tell. I could tell when my sons have their um, girlfriend. You know, their attitude is changed. Their behavior is totally changed. So I can. Pick up. You know? <laughs> really? Well, let's hear. What, what kind of things did you... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so the lack of concern and lack of um, love is the primary problem to make the young girls to be a prostitute. It's very important one. The family well, uh, concern yeah, and yeah, but Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I agree. But the thing also, though... You know, diff- it's it's a cultural thing, though, too. Yeah, nowadays in Korea, it is same. You know, well, the, the young, okay. young children. Well, uh, well, you you tell me what you think about. The, I mean, in in Japan, families operate differently than they do in America. Okay, mm-hmm. so culturally, it's different how the family unit operates. So. Like in America, you know, everyone's outspoken. We tell each other everything, you know. Um, There's, you know, the parents are very involved with their kid's life. In Japan, it can be very different because it's not such a talkative, open society in terms of, like, the young daughter isn't going to necessarily open up to the parents and say, these are my feelings right now. Can you help me out? The the society is a little different. Um, since things aren't talked about so much, it's a little more difficult, especially if both parents work too. You know, if you have both parents who were working jobs, very busy, and Japan is a big working culture. I mean, people work hard and long hours in Japan, and it's honorable to work long hard hours. So it's like the parents are doing a good thing. That you know, and what the child is doing the going to school but between schools and things like that um, can be easily kept secret and their parents may be fine I mean maybe you say lack of love but it's a it's a cultural thing I mean it there's not a lot of expression of love yeah lack of love and lack of concern is the same and uh, Mm -hmm. because I'm Korean so and uh, I know Korean society a lot and I I know Japanese society and their family structure is is very uh, similar to us. So, and uh, right, as right. you as you say, uh, nowadays mm. the financial problem and the society society uh, request the both parents has to work. Right. It means they have no time to concern their children. Right. Yeah, that's what I want to say. Right, right. So they're yeah, they're, since they're not um, so involved with their children's lives, yeah. their children have more freedom. And you know, and what I think is happening, and I may be wrong, but I'm just g- kind of guessing based on my experience that you know, a lot of the girls are just saying, "Hey, it's just sex." You know, it's it's not that big of a deal. And you know, and they think you know, to the reward for it is so big. I mean, my parents aren't buying me this. And maybe there is something. There, there are things that are absent in their lives, and they're filling a void. Like you know, it's like I can go. It's exciting to buy the designer suit or something like this, and it's fun. And you know, just having sex with an older guy not that big of a deal. Yeah, it is just only for money. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's for for money, right? Right. Well, it's very sad. I'm uh, I'm not uh, for. Uh, I'm not against prostitution, but. Uh, People in Asia or South America or even America uh, who do it because they need money, because they're poor, right. uh, because they have uh, their ignorance, they have uh, they didn't go to school. Uh, maybe there's no choice for them to do it, and they have to, especially if they have a uh, family or kids behind them, right? Uh, well, who they like have to support, yeah. right? But prostitutes who do it just for fun or to buy expensive jacket or because they like I'm definitely against okay well let me jump in and other people can jump in as well so you're saying it's okay for the poor and I know you know of course you know you know like we were talking about in these poor countries and they you know basically that's their it may be their only chance to make a more money to help their family, provide for their family. Yeah. They may use that money to help their sister go to school or brother go to school, things like this. Um, 
But okay, but what about changing the paradigm and going to the Netherlands and going to Amsterdam? Okay, so you're in a country, you're in a society that says it's legal. And if you're a woman, you have your own choices. And if and if you want to do this, like that's your job, you know, you should have the right to choose it. You know, not have somebody else tell you to do it, but if you want to do it, you know, then you should be able to make that choice. Now, you don't think that that's okay? I mean, uh, I respect, of course, like you said, everybody uh, has a choice to do whatever they want. And mm -hmm. But, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. It I'm seems no, like you, you, I'm you no kind of feel like it's wrong. You kind of feel like it's wrong. Uh, it's, it's might be natural. I don't know, yeah. but I'm I'm against. I'm not yeah. agree with that. That's that's yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's why I want to hear. Yeah. Uh, well, what do you think, Chris? What do you think about this? Like talking about the poor, the necessity to prostitution. You know. Uh, you know. I could even the argument though to the poor people is, look. Okay, so she's poor, but if she gets AIDS and dies, she's not going to be very good for her family. Actually, she may drain from her family because when she's suffering with AIDS, family has to take care of her and all the money that they have, they have to put towards trying to keep her alive. So, you know, then there's the argument there. But anyway, so what do you think about this I'm in terms of... I'm against... Poor, you're against? Yeah. Even like in Amsterdam where the society yeah. says it's okay? Yeah, because women are not objects. I mean, it's... Okay. Considering them, considering them like something you can buy. Uh, I want coffee. So oh, I want a woman. Yeah. Okay, so you're thinking like it's it's disrespectful to a woman as a human being. Yes. yes. Okay. And then, are you think that it hurts a society in a sense that like maybe men start thinking women are just this, and then it it creates like a discrimination against women. Is that? Mm. What yes, you're thinking? yes, I kind of depends in which situ situation, but mm -hmm. I mean, knowing that oh, if I want tonight for twenty euros, I can go and have sex with someone. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like I can buy a coffee. Or right, a right. It's you're saying it's not a commodity. Yeah, exactly. I see. I see. Um, okay, so what do we, there's you know there's so many arguments about this. Um, uh, what do you like in terms of legalizing it do you guys have any comments about if they legalize it they regulate it then the government can step in and keep it more clean like hygiene uh, less disease um, the prostitutes treated better human trafficking they don't smuggle the people in and things like that what do you think about that argument? Yeah, um, I don't want to say yes, but <laughs> uh -huh. I think that's better to legalize about the prostitute. Right. Uh, because I think uh, if the prostitution is uh, legalizing, then the crime rate like murder or rape or kidnapping uh -huh. will go down and um, the disease spread. Like you said, uh, not only AIDS, but mm -hmm. also there are so many so many sexually transmitted yeah. diseases. Mm -hmm. There are many, many, many. Yeah, and um, as you say <laughs> before, we can get some tax from them. It's a ta I mean, it's like it's like anything. It's like the drug argument. You know, it's underground, um, and these there's a lot of crime that goes along with selling drugs back and forth. And, you know, like if you made, for instance, marijuana legal and you, you, there's many safety things that come into play and you can tax it so that the society benefits from the sale instead of the society losing from the sale. Yeah. And uh, after uh, legalize, legalization, then maybe people uh, lost their interest somewhat. <laughs> Well, the thing. Well, that's a good point. The thing is, since it's taboo, you know, this idea of prostitution, since it's supposed to be wrong in most people's eyes, that a lot of people, you know, it's like the kid with the candy jar. You know, a little kid says, "Okay, this is our candy. Don't touch this. You can't go in there." And then no one's looking. They want to go. They want to see what's in there. Yeah. They want to smell it. Then they want to touch it. Then they want to try it. Then they take a bite. You know. 
and that's that's this issue that you're yeah. talking about. It's like, ooh, we're not supposed to do it, you know. Maybe let's let's do it. Let's try it, just because we're not supposed to. And what about, I mean, the thing that, you know, when you talk about legalizing it, w- one of the things that come to mind, first of all, for me is in, I guess, in any country, doesn't matter the country, is this thing about, you know, younger people getting involved. When it's illegal, it's very secret. So you can get underage girls involved in prostitution, very young girls involved, and um when they're so young, I mean, anybody with an IQ over five realize that psychologically it's not good for a very young little girl to be involved in sex with, with a man, you know. It can really screw them up psychologically in their mind as they grow up. Um, so, you know, I've seen, I've seen a, like a documentary about, I think it was uh, Cambodia and, uh, you know, these like sex tourists will go to Cambodia because they know there's these young girls. They go there, especially for the young girls and this sort of thing. You know, and um, I imagine it's illegal in Cambodia, but it's secret and everything. But, you know, they're poor there, so the families are making money. Sometimes it's a family member who's arranging it. Uh, I don't know. Some maybe people lose their parents and things like this. But when it's secret, you know, you can get into these young kids getting involved in prostitution that are like maybe like 12 years old, 11 years old, 10 years old, you know. And, uh, you know, the argument of legalizing it says, oh, if you legalize it, um, then there's control over the industry. People know what's going on. It's all above the grade. It's not hidden so that uh, young people will not get involved in it so much since it's regulated. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think, um, wow, it's really hard to say. But after legalization, maybe everything goes better than now. Okay, and then the other thing is, is that, you know, like I said at the beginning, is uh, prostitution, they say, is the oldest profession in the world. And the and people who talk about it in this way say, look, it's never going to stop. We can talk about laws, like in America, it's kind of more conservative country in terms of like Christianity. Christians look at it as wrong. Um, but, you know, okay, we're so conservative, but it's all over America. It's going on in every city in America. Hey, even in the Bible, there are episodes from prostitutes. That's right, yeah. right. I mean, some people, like with the Da Vinci Code, maybe you've been hearing a little about the Da Vinci Code and, you know, saying that Mary Magdalene was a prostitute and she um, was Jesus' wife and all of this sort of thing. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's going down the wrong path right now. But um, definitely prostitution is talked about in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's been going on. Um, So... Yeah, Omar, did you want to say something? No. no? no? Just thinking about the, what you're saying about Magdalena. Oh, Mary Magdalene, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the thing, okay, w- when we bring up the whole topic about sex is, is kind of taboo because people don't I'll openly talk about sex. Like, we'll talk about, hey, this is my coffee. Do you like coffee? That's easy to talk about. But talking about sex, is, of course, is, is kind of taboo, and it makes people uncomfortable and things like this. But um, I don't know, you know. Uh, what, this is what I've seen in America. Since it makes people feel uncomfortable, people don't want to deal with it. They don't want to talk about it. Keeps it kind of underground. So the reality that I see in this country is if men want to use prostitutes, they know where to get them. They keep secret about it. You know, it's not like they tell their family and they use it. And um, women who want to do it, you know, and make money or whatever, you know, reason they're doing it for, know how to do it. And they keep secret about it, keep quiet about it, and they do it too. And, um, it seems to be like one of these topics in the world we live in, at least I see it in America, that it's like, oh, come on. You ever hear the expression, the white elephant? We're ignoring the white elephant. 
in the room. It's an expression that's used like in American English, meaning that if we're dealing with a topic or a subject, if there was a white elephant in this room right now, we would notice it, right? It's huge. An elephant is a huge animal, and most of elephants are gray. But if it's white, it really stands out. So it means that it's like we're talking about something, but it's right in front of us, but we're pretending it's not there. So it's like we're, if we're talking about society and things like this, we're talking about all this, but we're pretending that the prostitution and the sex uh, argument, whatever, the sex dilemma is right there in front of us. But since it's uncomfortable, we don't talk about it. And then nothing changes. Uh, that's why uh, uh, the prostitution is illegal still. Uh-huh. I, I think um, most of the Congress people is men, so right, yeah. Right. So if yeah. they <laughs> if they yeah. pass the law, then right. they will be ashamed. They would be ashamed because it looks like they're passing the law to benefit yeah. men. Yes. In terms of having sex, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it would be shameful. I guess so. So any, uh, we need to wrap this up. So any final thoughts, like? Ideas. What should we do? Should we take a different approach, either in your home country or anywhere in America or anywhere? Should we should we do something different than we are now, or should we just kind of leave it the way it is? In my own opinion, just leave it the way it is, because even yeah. though we're trying to do something, always going to be the same thing. It's been for years, so. Right, right. Leave it like that. Just leave it like that. Uh, yes, try to be healthy. I mean, one person trying to be healthy, men's, and stay out of problems. Yeah, and uh, I hope the government, uh, government uh, health department has to concern and care about these poor ladies more, their health. Yeah, that's the thing. The health, even with the AIDS, like if we talked about AIDS, you know, so many governments around the world refuse to like talk about the use of condoms you know because the use of condoms prevents prevents aids right but since it's so taboo they didn't even want to say hey use condoms you know here's some a brochure it was like about education you got to like in countries in africa these women the, the young men and women didn't know they didn't know how you get aids or how to pre- they didn't know really even what it was but the governments were unwilling to educate their own people because they didn't want to talk about condoms and things like this. A lot you of know? people back in the 70s died about uh, AIDS, right? 80s too. Uh, I don't know about 70s. I mean, AIDS is a new virus, is a newer virus. And I think it started around early 80s. Um, maybe I, but you know, how I don't know. technology has been changed because mm-hmm. I heard back in that time a lot of people died mm-hmm. because uh, of AIDS and now they're controlling a lot it's like a, I think now they're considered like a, some kind of cancer that they can control people well they're getting and made them live longer well they're they're developing better drugs but they still don't have a cure no. because it is virus so virus uh, changed their antigenicity Every day, every minute, every second. So you can't make any vaccination for the AIDS virus. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Well, you can like like there are people who are HIV positive who mm-hmm. do not have full blown AIDS. Yeah. That they can they take this cocktail of uh, yeah. medications. Usually, it it will take about ten years uh, after it got the virus and show it is disease. So. Uh, between that period, takes ten years. Th- hmm? yeah. Takes about ten years to. HIV is the the step before AIDS, but there have been people who've like look at Magic Johnson, you know, a famous basketball player. He's been HIV positive for a long time. I think it's been over ten years, and um, average ten years. Yeah, so some, some, people, some longer, yeah. right, right, and they're oh, they're sure. trying to develop more. You know, with all the scientists we have in the world, we still haven't been able to come up with a cure, you know, for it, which is unfortunate. It's very hard. It's v- I've heard people, scientists discuss 
the difficulties involved with the virus because like she's saying it changes it can get more intense and just the nature of it it's like covered in like the in these sugars and it it it's just a very smart virus you know it's uh it's robust so um yeah. Oh, we're jumping from prostitutes to to this virus to AIDS. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, and then what about Leila? Anything like? What do you think in Japan? I mean, uh, would you change anything the way things are done in Japan? Mm, if if we legalize mm -hmm. the prostitution, uh, they are still underground business. You think they would still have underground? Because the idea is if you legalize it, it makes it uh, cheaper. No, I mean uh, un under 18 or... Oh, under 18? You mean like for younger yeah. girls? So you think the younger girls would still be... It yes. would still be an illegal underground business? Yes, I agree with that. Even though if they legalize, uh -huh. there is always something going on. Because the there there's a demand for it. Like some men they, want these yeah, young girls. Yes. Like, and a lot of like, like Asian countries, I think Japan included, like a lot of the Japanese men really want young girls. Like they really, it's like got to have young, young, young. In America, it's not so much like that. They're not, I mean, to a certain degree, but um, I guess especially, I don't know, underage. Yeah, actually, we have a lot of almost prostitu illegal prostitution, right? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah, but still... There are a lot of demands right. for, yeah. <laughs> there for yeah, yeah. The, you you have like a kind of a legal thing going on, yeah. but even though you have that legal yeah. thing, there's a lot of demands for the illegal. Yeah, yeah. So keep it the way it is. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to change. Yeah, it's a tough issue. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Well, thanks everybody for coming. Good, good, uh, good. Uh, a lot of interesting information. I certainly learned a lot from this, uh, from the different countries, and uh, an important thing to discuss, even though it's often taboo. So thanks a lot for listening. This has been another edition of the English Meeting Discussion Podcast. I'm Dave Skanda, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Well, that wraps up another edition of the English Meeting Discussion Podcast. I want to thank the participants today for coming in to give their international perspectives. We are lucky to have such a diverse group from different countries around the world. Our podcast will be expanding to include English lessons. Our subscriber base has been growing, so I thank you, the listeners, for being a part of our show. Please feel free to give feedback at our blog page. Follow the links at englishmeeting.com or email me at englishmeeting at gmail.com I encourage you to make connections with people from different parts of the world, keep your mind open, and create some healthy dialogue. We'll see you next time at englishmeeting.com